Lost, famished, scared, and drifting alone in the open sea for almost four days on a tiny raft. And all that when she was just 11 years old. That's the unbelievable but true story of Terry Jo Duperalt. And you'll be absolutely shocked when you hear all of it. The story begins like your typical American dream. It's 1961, and Dr. Arthur Duperalt, a prominent optometrist from Green Bay, Wisconsin, decided to take his family of five on a long-awaited vacation to the Bahamas. For this, he took a luxury yacht from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, to make the trip all the more exciting. Apart from Dr. Duperalt's wife and their three kids, there were his old friend Julian Harvey and his young wife. Dr. Duperalt took Harvey along as his skipper because of his past as a Marine and World War II vet. His experience at the sails and expertise in navigation gave everyone confidence that the voyage would go marvelously. And the trip was going just as you could imagine. Sailing across the sunny seas, swimming in the ocean, bathing in the sun. Five days of maritime paradise. Kids laughing, adults smiling, everyone was happy. Or so it seemed. The events that followed are fit to make your hair stand on end. Even now, more than 50 years later, it's hard for Terry Joe to speak of what happened on the fifth night, and you really can't blame her. The then 11-year-old girl was awakened by a commotion from above her cabin. She heard stomping on the deck and recognized the voices. Alarmed by the uproar, Terry Joe went outside her cabin and onto the deck only to see Julian Harvey quickly walking towards her. Still uncomprehending, Terry Joe asked him what was happening, but his only reply was an order to get back below the deck. Frightened and shivering, Terry Joe complied, lay back into her bunk, and waited. All that followed was stark silence. It was only when her cabin started filling with water that she dared leave it again and take another look at what was going on. It turned out that Harvey had opened up the yacht's sea valves to sink it with everyone on board. There wouldn't be any radio calls for help or a joint effort to keep the ship from sinking. Crazed Harvey had taken care of that possibility. He and little Terry Joe were the only ones still alive. Seeing that she'd shown up on deck again, the man approached her and gave her a rope tied to a dinghy. He told her to hold it, and that she did. But when he left her for a brief second, what the girl did next would end up saving her life in that moment. She let go of the rope, and the dinghy started floating away from the yacht. Harvey panicked and dove down into the ocean to catch up with the dinghy. Terry Joe, however, managed to keep her wits about her and remembered there was a small cork lifeboat on the yacht as well. She untied it, threw it into the water on the other side of the yacht so that Harvey couldn't see her immediately, and escaped the horrible scene. But the 11-year-old girl still had more surviving to do. For the next three and a half days, she floated aimlessly on the little cork raft that was becoming flimsier and more deteriorated with each passing day. The nights were freezing, yet the scorching sun beat down on her during the day. How the little girl managed to hang on to dear life is still beyond comprehension. But she was weak, and her strength was fading. That was how a Greek freighter called Captain Theo found the little girl. 
and the ship's crew just couldn't believe their eyes when they spotted her. In the tiny white lifeboat, a small, frail body sat all wet and completely exhausted. When the crew took her on board, they saw she was severely dehydrated, sunburnt, and fevered. The yacht the family had taken, which was called Bluebell, was nowhere to be seen. Neither was Julian Harvey's dinghy. They later found out Terry Jo had been stranded for 84 grueling hours in her little escape vessel, with no water, food, or shelter. It was a miracle that she managed to survive this ordeal as well. When she came back to the mainland, she was immediately rushed to the hospital. Soon enough, the photo Captain Theo's crew had taken of the little survivor before pulling her up on board as well as the story behind the whole ordeal made headlines across the world. So what had happened on board the Bluebell? And how did a peaceful family vacation go so terribly wrong? As it turned out, the whole thing started with Julian Harvey wanting to collect a $20,000 life insurance policy he'd drawn for his wife of just four months. It struck him as very convenient that she should drown in the ocean in an accident. It was later discovered he had been married five more times before that, being the sole survivor of a car crash with one of his wives and her mother, and had lost two sea vessels under suspicious circumstances. All these resulted in him collecting sizable amounts of money for the losses. So, the plot Harvey conspired was rather simple to fake an accident for his wife under the cover of night while everyone else was on board asleep. In the morning, he'd tell them that she simply fell overboard and he couldn't save her. His plan, however, was thwarted when the Duperalts heard the commotion. That's when Harvey decided to get rid of any witnesses on board and sink the boat to conceal the evidence. He was probably getting ready to take care of the last witness when he handed little Terry Joe that rope. Still, others believe that he had planned to let the girl escape because somewhere deep inside himself, he wanted to get caught. Whatever the case, Terry Joe Duperalt escaped the man, which would bring him to his ultimate demise. His dinghy had been found three days earlier than Terry Joe's raft. Another freighter, the Gulf Lion, picked Harvey up and gave him to the U.S. Coast Guard. He told the investigators that the Bluebell's masts had been broken by strong winds in the open sea. As they fell, they tore through the yacht's hull and made a hole in the gas tank, which started a fire. According to Harvey, he was the only one left alive. No one suspected him of committing any crimes yet. After a few days, however, he heard the news of Terry Joe's miraculous rescue. That's when he knew there was no real escape for him and he'd be brought to justice for what he'd done. He decided he wouldn't let them get him alive. So, he checked into a motel room and ended it there. That all happened in 1961. But no one knew the whole story from the little survivor's point of view for 20 long years. Terry Jo didn't want to speak about her incredibly traumatic experience to anyone. She needed time to heal her wounds. In the 1980s, she finally found the strength to open up a bit and discuss the tragic events on the Bluebell with a few of her close friends. Eventually, they convinced her to seek some professional help and support as well. Terry Jo, by then a young woman already, took their advice and decided it was time to do something about her past. Unsurprisingly, 
it was still haunting her. She did get the right care and, at long last, found some relief from what she had survived all those years prior. And the peak of her recovery was a book she wrote, with the help of psychologist Dr. Richard Logan called Alone, Orphaned on the Ocean. It was published in 2010, almost 50 years after the events it describes, but it still chills the souls of everyone who reads it. Terry Jo now goes by Terry Jo Duperalt Fassbender, and her book is signed as such. She confesses that writing it was the final step of her healing process. In one interview, she said that she hoped her book would also help other people with traumatic experiences overcome their tragedies and live on. It takes real strength of character to not only survive such a nightmare at just 11 years old, but to also talk publicly about such personal events in your own life. Terry Joe is living proof that nothing can overcome the human will to survive and keep moving forward.